You can check out all the episodes of The Table of Truth on our website, www.tableoftruth.com. Yo, everybody, what's going on? It's The Table of Truth, and today we're doing a little sports. I got my man, who wants, who wants, who's, 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 who's sitting next to the left? Is you, Cam? D? Yeah, yeah, you got your boy, Cam Camacho, a.k.a. Uh, walk out at halftime, aka <laughs> <laughs> better half. What's up? Right, we got my man. We got my other, other, other guy to the right. What's goody? What up, y'all? It's uh, Merchmonger. You know, just uh, jumping onto fucking ships, making sure I don't get enslaved. You know, the usual. <laughs> yes, sir. All right, y'all. There's a lot of things going on in the sports world. We're going to get straight to the first topic on hand, which. Is hot off the plate. Got my man Josh Gordon to the Patriots. Who wants to tackle that first? I'll chime in next. Hugh Jackson's an idiot. So I'm going to say this. The Browns is browning again. Uh, I'm rooting for Josh Gordon. For those who don't know, Josh Gordon has been in and out of the league for a few years with, dealing with his demons. Uh, I think it's what, alcoholism and weed or something like that? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. All right. So He's got his, I think, second or third chance, and it looked like he was on the road to recovery. Brown stuck with him. I, I don't know if that was just because they wanted to stick with him or it was because it's by default and they didn't have any other talent at the time. Whatever the reason is, it seemed like he was on the right path, and then word comes out a few days ago that – or yesterday, the Browns just arbitrarily cut him after announcing that he was not going to play having a hamstring injury. Things started, started to sound funny, so after digging up a little more information – comes to find out that the Browns are doing a full circle, trying to save face by saying they were fearing that he might relapse or he showed signs that he was habitually late to meetings. Josh Gordon on his Snapchat said who's in need of a, uh, a wide receiver who can stretch the field. And, he, and they didn't want to trade him to the AFC. So the highest candidates at the time were the Niners. And um, the, he wanted to, he preferred Dallas or the 49ers. Mm-hmm. I speculated my personal dark horse pick was he was going to go to the Seahawks or the Niners. He ends up going to to the Patriots. And this, to me, reminds me when Randy Moss went to the Patriots. And the Patriots, this is not something – to me, the Patriots are not picking this dude up to rehabilitate him. They know what they're getting themselves into, even though the Patriots do have a history of picking up troublemakers or perceived troublemakers like Corey Dillon – LeGarrette Blunt, Randy Moss, and like making them fit the Patriot way. So I think this is good for Josh Gordon. And fantasy, I'm, I have a Josh Gordon share, so I'm pretty pumped to see how this turns out. Um, but this is crazy. Uh, Josh Gordon going to one of the arguably the greatest quarterbacks and greatest head coaches of all time. I think this is good for the Patriots, even though I hate the Patriots. So my selfish self in fantasy, hope he does great. And I'm rooting for the guy on a personal level. <laughs> Well, I'm going to say this. This is the equivalent of the Emperor getting a young Jedi and is about to make him a dark Sith and is about <laughs> to be a rap, yo. Because, like you just said, Josh Gordon talent is so crazy. Like, he was throwing up numbers with Bum. With a, not a, I'm not even going to call the quarterback a Bum. He's not nowhere near Brady level. Who was the quarterback going to him? I have no yeah, idea. Brian Hoyer. So uh, he, 
he was basically catching passes from uh, Caltran workers. Yes, oh. and he was throwing up all pro numbers. Now you have a quarterback who is arguably the best quarterback ever on top of a system, on top of an organization that demands excellence. And I think he will respect Belichick where he, I don't think – well, I'm not going to say he will not dip into drugs because addiction is addiction. That's a serious matter. But if, he's, but if he's, if he's off that and he's good, I don't think we're going to have the distractions because I don't really know what, what happened in Cleveland <clears throat> or why they kicked him out trust issues, whatever, I think all of that will disappear once he gets into that. I, I think they were just I think they were just fed up with him. Like I think being late was the last straw. I mean granted the dude didn't show up to training camp. He's he's a special talent, so you like, all right, but the rest of the team, that still looks bad, yo. Everyone's here busting their ass. We know you're going through demons. You have personal struggles. At the same time, it's just like how much more, you know what I mean? Like, how much more are we going to baby you? How much more leeway are we going to give you? If yeah. I'm going to show up on Saturday, hamstring hurting, I'm not going to play tomorrow. And he was late. I, so, I was just happy it wasn't drug-related, but I do get Cleveland's stance where they're like, yo, enough is enough. So like, it, it came out that it was a hamstring. That's and, what they said, yeah. And, and, and I and it was off the field, and I joked and said, what are you doing, a porno? Like, it was a promotional shoot. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing outside to pull your hamstring? But you know what's funny? I really think this move was basically for the Jaguars because now Ramsey cannot just concentrate on the ground. Like, with, with, with you having Josh Gordon, because to me, that's the only threat for the Patriots. Much, no, I'm not knocking Kansas City. I'm not knocking Pittsburgh. I'm not knocking Denver. But Jacksonville is the only threat. Is the is the is the only threat to me right now as we speak, and I think with Josh Gordon just tips the scale because once Edelman comes back, now you have weapons all over the field, and they're not going to have a bad. They're not going to start off bad again once the playoffs come. Like this is September, we all know once January comes, they're on a whole different level. They get they act together, they're in sync, and it's it's, it's game time. So with Josh Gordon, he's at deep, like you said, that's a young Randy Moss right there. I mean, I, I agree with that, but yeah. when is a year when are we gonna see a year that the Patriots are not the Patriots anymore? This might it, be weird. Huh? It's gonna happen. It's gonna I happen. Think the, I think it's the year. I think the, the downfall of the Patriots is starting now. And I think this move was uh um an effect of the Jacksonville game because they couldn't get anything downfield. Hogan, uh Got a couple late touchdowns. Gronk was stymied. Um, and their running game is non existent. Their best running back is uh, James White. Um, but at the same time, like, who, who I called this, man. I was like, watch you go to the Patriots. They always do this. You know what I'm saying? It's the perfect storm. Trouble playmaker that's really talented. He's just going to fall into the right system. He's going to follow the Patriot way. But uh, uh, the DBs out there in the AFC got to beware, man. Like, like this dude, if he get on the right page, and I and like I think I think I, I don't think it was anything drugs. I'm glad it wasn't drugs, but like I think this might be good for him. Even though I hate the Patriots, I was I was hoping he went to the Niners, but I think being in that environment hopefully will shape him up. You know, because even Randy I and mean, Randy Moss wasn't a bad dude, but they got look Garrett Blunt and Corey Dillon. Them dudes were straight Bengals and yeah, like, Bengals when the Bengals had like the 
they was like the Broad Street bullies, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, and they took Corey Dillon and made him into like a team player, and he was really always talented. So it's just crazy that like the NFL that the Browns let this move happen. And I blame the Raiders when they traded uh, Randy Moss to the to the Pals. Like, man, y'all Raiders messing up all the time. Like they didn't even play a game, and I was pissed at it. I was like, y'all make this trade, y'all some idiots. So, so I mean, Randy wasn't producing for them, but I mean, no. you giving him the Josh Gordon just Patriots. They gave him up. They traded nothing to get him, yo. They, they gave him up for a bag of boots, a half-eaten bag of Twizzlers, and and a nickel. Right. <laughs> it's like, like here, here you go. That's like a, a low risk, high reward type of trade. And you know, and you know, it's funny. They said about ten teams were contacted them. So I'm wondering, did I'm pretty sure a team offered them more than a fifth round pick. I could be wrong. Maybe they offered him a six, seven, but I'm pretty sure there was a team out there that's like, "Yo, I'll give you a number four or three for him." The Niners was probably a second in line, and they were just saying they wanted him, but the Patriots wanted Josh Gordon more than San Francisco did. So yeah, yeah, I, I think you're right, and but I also think Belichick's Browns background could have came into play with it. Like, mm, could be somebody. Yeah. I was like, "Yeah, we got you, yo. Yeah, we want to see him do well, and this is probably the best opportunity." So. And at the same time, they probably done with his bullshit, but they they wish him the best. And franchise wise, you can't go to a better franchise. Mm-hmm. Well, now that you say wish you the best, let's get on my man Vontae Davis, who wished the whole Buffalo organization <laughs> the best at halftime. <laughs> now I'm gonna ask y'all. I'm gonna ask. I'm gonna ask both of y'all. Is that disrespectful? Do you respect the man that you know he's entitled to his own life? I'm gonna go for it. <laughs> I'll let you chime in. All right. In real world job job jobs, I see no problem with this. In the NFL, I mean, I do see why people might have an issue with it, but I'm gonna push it to real job jobs because this is their life. This is their job. This is stuff that happens. Players get cut for no reason. You show up and your hamstring hurts. You get cut or you get traded. So to him, he doesn't want to go back out there. He probably realized that, yo, we're not winning this game. I'm about to be 1-15. and 15, Probably break my legs, twist my ankle. There's no reason why I should be playing on this field anymore. You know what? He's right. I agree with what he did, man. At first when I heard it, I was dying. I was like, yo. This is a this is a comedy sketch. Like this can't be real. This has got to be a typo. No one retires at halftime, yo. When, yo, Cam, go walk your dog, yo. But when, when more stories started coming out, I was like, yo. All right, I, I understand why he did it. So I agree with what he did, yo. I'm, I'm not condemning the man. Handle your business, yo. Yo, um, Aaron Foster had chimed in on Twitter saying. Like, because he heard Damian Woody was livid about Vontae Davis retiring. And if, like I said, when I first heard it, I was like, yo, that's that's so wild. Like, he quit at halftime and walked in, went to the locker room, walked the street clothes, and left. And they was <laughs> like, he ain't coming out for questions. He's retired. Like, crazy, right? That's crazy. And the former athlete, you know, that I was coming up as a youth, with the whole concept of team playing, blah, blah, blah. I, yeah, I'd have been kind of like, I don't know if I'd have been pissed, but I'd have been like baffled, you know what I'm saying? Uh, but 
Damien was Damien Woody, <laughs> ex-Patriots, was just like, yo, this is crazy. I, I want to fight, dude. Blah, blah, blah. And then Arian said, y'all need to keep the same energy for owners who cut players or sit players right before an incentive bonus hit. See, if you want to fight someone, then y'all brainwash because they have you thinking you playing play for something more than a paycheck. How about the Matrix, my G? It ain't real. Yeah. Yeah. How about them players that are about to get their bonus and they gotta sit for the, for that week? Yeah. You know, they get five more yards. Now nah, you're gonna sit, you're gonna sit tomorrow. Personally, on, personally, I would have just said, Coach, I ain't got it. I'm gonna just check myself out and sit here and wait to the end of the game and announce my retirement. That's probably what I would have done, but he doesn't respect the organization for him to do that. And let me let me let me let me add to that. <laughs> Bills has been the Bills, and you see the way they've been doing business. They traded all their talent. They really was trying to tank, and the way they've been doing business. Vontae saw it right on the wall. He was like, "Yo, this ain't this ain't it." Like, I'm not about to. I've been in the league for what 10, 15 years. He was like, "I'm not about to put my body on the line." You know what I'm saying? Especially nowadays that all this stuff is coming to light with CTE. Uh, players getting injured, your lifespan. You know what I'm saying? You don't want to be crippled walking. Okay. So, so I, mm-hmm. I, I was just like, I, I actually, I get it. Like, I understand. Would I have done it that way? Probably not. I probably would have just waited to the end of the game. But I I, I, I totally empathize with him leaving the game because if your body ain't got it, you're going to get hurt. Mm. All right. Well, I'll 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 I'll, 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 I'll Yo, what's your dog's name, yo? I right, got right. I I was spinning I'll spin it to you this way. Let's 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 when, when you join a, a, a fraternity, a team, you're you're going to war with them, blood, sweat, and tears, you're battling. To me, I think it's a disrespect because that's like that's like a firefighter is on a fire truck. He's like, you know what, fellas? I'm about to retire. I ain't trying to get burnt tonight. And he just jumps off the fire truck and goes home. And like you can't <laughs> Yeah. You can't to me, you just can't you can't do that. That's like once you once you signed in and you want and you went, you're putting on that helmet, like yo, we went to war with you in camp. We we bled together, we shed our families together, we 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 we're supposed to be Warriors to the end, like we're a team. Like I, I will, I will literally block for you and risk my life, making sure that you're good for the better, the for the detriment of the team. So it was like for you to just up and leave us like that. To me, that was just mad selfish, because you just thought about yourself. But you play for the Buffalo Bills. You don't play for the Vontae Davis, yo. God, I take him out. He's a man, yo. Yeah, I'm cool. You're not about to have me breaking my back for no football. I'm good. Like, but, I get it, but, but that's that that's that that trick they teach you. Oh man, team, this ain't war. This football, and the way people the football's about uh, yeah. football's about what? It's a game that people get on put on pads, and it, it's a game. Keyword but game. It's, but it's but it's a game. It's eleven of us on the field. We all got a job to do. You got safety. Right, I got corners. You got linebacker. Let's put it this way: you at work. Yo, you 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 doing your third day of overtime, and you like, yo, I I can't do this anymore. But your boss is like, yo, I need you coming tomorrow to do some overtime. You gonna be like, what you gonna think? You gonna be like, yo, I right, when is this gonna end? Like, how much more do I have to do? In his mind, he's just like, yo, what, what, what's the end game? Why do why am I going back out there? I've been in the league. I had a career. What's the point? 
Like, yo, it's not like he left them and they, yo, I, I get why he did it, man. Like, you know, so again, so again, D, we are firefighter. There's a burning, there's a burning building on flames. We about to run in there. That's so different, though. That's don't like, no, it ain't. I, if I tap you and I was like, yo, I don't want to do this. I want to retire right now. I don't want it. It's my life. You go up there. Bye. I mean, well, no, the difference is people's lives, people's lives on the line. So that's who's a life, who, who life is on the line in the football. I game. mean, I get what you're saying, but that's that, some analogy to, re, to, to relate. No, it ain't because I'm basing it off of team and camaraderie. I'm thinking of we're doing this together as a team. Hey, he looking at it like this. I'm a weak link. Y'all better without me. If you're a firefighter and your head ain't in the game, you're going to put your teammates in danger. So him being in the game, being a liability, it's not going to help him win. And he knows it. He calls it. Man, you, you know when it's time to quit. It's time to roll. It's time to walk away, man. It's, he was human. I'd have to. Bruh. <laughs> bruh. Hey, he did an unprecedented move. He sees a he's a trailblazer. He's like, and it's the Bills. Who cares? Like, what you mean? It's still a team, though. So, wait, the Bills aren't going to be the worst team in the league this year? Okay, but I'm still going up there to go to work every day. No, nah, I'm good. Yeah, we they still professionals, though. They're professionals. He did them a service by saying, look, man, this ain't the move. He could have waited till what? <laughs> to the end of the game? He was just like, no, nah, I'm not even going to fool myself out here. It's, it's a wrap. I'm washed. I'm done. I'm, I'm mentally checked out. Like, it wasn't like they was going to win anyway. They was getting by. So him being out there wasn't a factor anyway. Now, I would have gave him respect if he didn't say, yo, fellas, I got to fight to Tahiti with my family. I got to get this margarita. You might as well just finish it. Yeah, you might as well make it a spectacle. You go, I, I will. I'm not going to be like, yo, fellas, I can't do this no more. They say you say shit. Like, yo, yeah, he left. He didn't say a damn thing. He went like Tim Duncan, unceremonious and unceremonious. Yo, yeah, you probably didn't watch that game, yo. That first half, yo, it, it was – yeah, it was like a high school football team was out there. Yeah, you know how frustrating that is for a veteran. I gotta play with all these kids. Yo, we're not doing anything. You guys aren't learning anything. I'm a, I'm gonna do this for the next 15 weeks, 14 weeks. Hell no. Well, I'm packing well, my stuff well, and I'm out. That'd be well, the thing about vets too, Ant. When they be like, when you you know it was quit. He was like, when I woke up and didn't want to go to OTAs or I didn't want to go through all that. They they mentally checked out. That's when they know it's a wrap. He was gone. He, he he his mind retired probably at the beginning of training camp. <laughs> he was just like, let me just get out here, get this check, and and you gotta respect the man for not stealing money. You know what I'm saying? Well, we could be like, man, they over there stealing money. He ain't even putting putting out an effort. He was just like, ah, I'm done. Uh, something about uh, Buffalo, man. Yeah. Okay, what's his name? Uh, Anquan uh, Bolden. Yeah, yeah. He got he, he, exactly. Like, one down. He's like, Yo, I'm out. Yeah, he saw the right on the wall. He was like, I might about to go out. preseason, y'all good. I'm out. <laughs> this, this, this might, this might top the boxer who who left during the, during the. <laughs> oh, during the fight, right before the fight, fight, right before the fight. <laughs> no, he, no, he said, yo, they didn't pay me, they didn't cut the check, I'm out. <laughs> I don't blame him, and I respect that dude. Yeah, I'm, I was, not I'm not about to get was, beat up yo, for, for midget money. I'm cool. That was the hardest, yo. Him and Vonte. They got it. They got it for the for the 20, 2018. <laughs> it's all about walking out. <laughs> it's all about walking out. Yeah. Now, speaking of walking out and speaking of high school teams, we're gonna get on my New York Giants. <laughs> all right. Let me let me tell well, for one, we all seen the game. They Eli was running for his life. 
Let me tell y'all the reason why we are struggling. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Before we even get into this, Ant, you want to set up preference? What team you're a fan of? Okay. I'm a New York Giant fan. I, I believe Blue. I, 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 you're not just a regular New York Giant fan. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna listen. My mother <laughs> my mother put me onto the Giants when I was a little kid. Me and Dwayne used to watch the Giants. We saw them in the 86 Super Bowl. Was it 86 D? No, no, it was the 90. 90. We, we, we were watching a game when uh Leonard Marshall injured yeah. Joe Montana. We watched that game. Backflips and his, <laughs> and his living room, yo. Was like, yes, he's yes. done. He's yeah, done. So. so we go back, I all the way back. I'm a giant fan. And the Giants has always been known to run the ball, a la Rodney Hampton, Cheeky Barber. We had an offensive line. We wasn't as flashy, but we were just ground and pound, basic football. We had defense. Fast forward now to the present. This is And this is after we got Eli got the two rings. The Giants haven't had an offensive line since 08, I'm going to say. Jerry Reese drafted Eric Flowers with the number ninth pick. That left tackle position was supposed to solidify that left side for the next 10 to 15 years. Unfortunately, he was a he is a bust. So that <laughs> that that literally set us back at least at least five years, maybe more, because that was supposed to be the left side for the next decade. One and then on top of that, the Giants never addressed the offensive line. We drafted Pew. He he had a good good couple of good years, but that left side, Eric Flower was supposed to solidify the whole offensive line. But and, 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 and it, time, it didn't pan, it didn't pan out. Yeah, it didn't pan out. But he 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 can't fault Jerry Reese. Eric Flowers was projected a first round pick. But he's but he flopped. I agree. I'm just saying you can't fault him. What, who's the dude the Raiders took at number one? Gallery or whatever his name. He didn't amount to that. Uh, the the offensive lineman that the Raiders took. Oh, that yeah. dude quit too. He quit. He didn't even make it, what, three years? No, no. So who was it in the Super Bowl? That dude. <laughs> oh, no, no. I'm thinking, oh, my God. What, I got Gallery. Yeah. You Robert Gallery, Gallery, right? Yeah. Yeah, that dude. Yeah. He, went to, he went to Mexico. Yeah, right. He came to the Super Bowl. He was like, I'm through. <laughs> he was a number two pick, yo. So, Ed, when you say when he could get Margaritas, that he did exactly what you just said. <laughs> so, yo, but he was Eric, a number two pick, and he stuck around for a few years. But Eric Flowers was – that was supposed to be Jay Reese's last major – that was supposed to be the major hole that we was missing was a left tackle. And Eric Flowers, literally, his technique is like he's in high school. Granted, he had a – it wasn't all his fault yesterday. He actually held his own against Lawrence, but his technique for a, ninth, a number ninth pick is like, yo, it, it set us back. It set us back, man. And it's, and it's now it's like people are second guessing about Barkley with Donald. If you would have put Donald in there, he wouldn't even make it. His NFL career would be over by next month. But you you, you can't you can't you can't base all the blame on Flowers. I'm like, not gonna base all the blame. If, if, you, but if you put if you put Tom Brady back there. That football is coming out a lot faster. Cause I yo, uh, I rewatched the game today at work, like it was on TV. There's a few sacks that Eli literally walked into. I'm like, yo, throw the ball away. Like there are at least two to three sacks. I'm like, Eli could have got rid of that ball. Eli could have did something. He has no. And 
I'm keeping it 100. percent He has no pocket presence. You know how some quarterbacks can move around in a the pocket. They know where certain gaps are. Yo, Eli, soon as he sees somebody coming, it's over. It's like he just like it's you weird, told, man. You told me a quarterback that's not going to be giddy getting hit every two three plays. Sweet Tom Brady. He don't trust his offensive line. He does not trust them. Yeah, Yo, we live. I'm talking about Eli Manning. I'm talking about Eli. Eli does not trust his offense. Yo, they offensive the offensive line is is neutralizing the entire offense. They're all our enemy. It's like we're going against the offensive line. So you gotta you gotta play to their strengths though, man. And I think the Giants made a mistake drafting Saquon Barkley. As talented as he is, y'all don't have a backup replacement for Eli, who I think is one more wrench from being washed up. Like, it's yeah. done because he's close. Man. He's, he's right there, bro. Like, it's about time because uh, you, you, uh, they saying, uh, like, the line is trash. You got arguably one of the top three receivers playing in the game right now. And it's still like he's, he's having a hard time getting the ball to him. Um, I think y'all owe Bob back and do an apology because uh, the uh, the offensive scheming is still garbage. You know what I'm saying? Like I thought it's, it's, it's coaching too. It's yeah. coaching too. It's coaching too. But the offensive line is Eli. Eli was. I agree. Home. I agree. The offensive line is terrible. I'm I'm not disagreeing with you on that. I'm not placing 100 percent of the blame on Eli, but there is ways, and this comes out of coaching. So it it literally is a team effort. Coaching yeah. needs to figure out ways. Yo, I've never seen a running back catch so many footballs in my life. Fast fight. I say, yo, yo, Barkley has to have twenty catches. Yo, yeah, Eli what was that? A bunch of teams like Christian McCaffrey is a running back. That man had fourteen receptions. Yeah. What? Same as Barkley. Yeah. Barkley had fourteen catches last night. Yeah, both of them have fourteen. Need a and reason why I lost too. Yo, <laughs> yo Barkley. Barkley literally had to spin away from every tackle. I've never seen yo. Like he had no time. If if it wasn't him, somebody would have got losses. Another yo, running back that'd have been negative three every every pass. And, and it's on coaching because yo, when the Giants do a play, it's like it's so difficult to get three yards. Like every play Barkley did was on his own. It wasn't yeah. designed to get five yards. He made the five yards. It's like it's a it's like it's so hard to get a first down. So. It's half his coaching, and yes, Eli Manning, and even in the first game, he's missed. Odell twice for a touchdown. So he's missing plays too. I'm not saying he's not at fault as well. But yo, as soon as he says hype, yo, he's getting yo, it's like they never seen a stunt. A defensive player do a stunt, everybody's lost. They just run right through the middle. Get him. It's just like it's too easy. It's embarrassing now. So I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it to week four. Because again, these are all five new offensive linemen. There's no continuity yet, so I gotta give it time. Got I gotta give it time. There's nothing else I can do but just hope they get it together. Yeah. Damn, Eli. Yeah. I messed up my OBJ shares. I can't. Giants, man. Every time I grab a player in fantasy, man, they always let me down. Yeah, I heard Sterling Sharp. Uh, Sharp. Wow, Sterling. Yeah, I can't even talk right now. They're Sterling Shepard. Yeah, Sterling Shepard playing last night. I'm thinking, I'm like, all right, yo, Dallas is secondary. See, this is why it comes down to coaching. They they got the the former coach from the Seahawks. Yeah, I was surprised at the secondary last night. 
They played really well. Oh yeah, they played. They played a good scheme yesterday. Yeah, that, that secondary. I'm like, yo, they know what they're doing. Cause normally they food. I'm like, yo, secondary is trash. The front seven is good, but that secondary is normally trash. But last night, their secondary looked well. They look really good. But yeah, I think Eli. Whew, this might be his last season, yo. Unfortunately, and then you gotta, you gotta see where where we end up as our record. You don't want to be middle of the pack looking for a quarterback. You don't want to finish eight and eight. But at the same time, you don't want to be like four and twelve. So. But at the same time, man, don't play yourself. Trust the process. Tank it up. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I, like Ann said, week four, 0-4, yo, we're wrapping this up, yo. Yeah, let's, let's wrap it up. Let's get that Let's get that top top three pick and call it a day, man. It's over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's what's up. And then you, Sam Donald, like, if he if he ends up – I don't think he's going to be nice. But even if he ends up being nice – uh, they gonna talk about that too. So yeah, so he had a great first game, but I think the the defensive co- uh, coordinator knew all the plays. <laughs> uh, but <laughs> that's what they said too. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, he looked all right after the pick six, the first play. People was like, "Oh, same old Jets," and then he got it together and he went out there and offensively executed. And he looked like a a a, a nice, solid quarterback. He ain't Patrick Mahomes. Um, was in his second year, but I think I think the Jets got them a quarterback, man. That's crazy to me. And like it's looking like picking Saquon was a bad decision, even though. And I felt in my in, in my my eyes that there's a bunch of Saquons in the draft. Like I think Nick Chubb. Hell no. Yeah, I do. And you can you could have got a, man. Look at the how running backs, man. Most running backs ain't first round picks. That's the good ones. You know what I'm saying? When you when you give me a Nick Chubb, holler, holler at me, yo. Well, when Carlos Hyde get hurt, we'll show you. <laughs> Chubb was tight. Holler at me. Just like what, what was uh what, what um Dalvin Cook, Melvin Gordon, all these dudes is, is nice, man. Like you Saquon, he good, but like you can find a running back in like the sixth round. Not Saquon. Okay, but, I, I, I mean, just saying, though. Dalvin Cook was the first round pick, though. I mean, I'm just saying, like, he wasn't. I'm like, saying. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying? Like, you got the Terrell Davis. These dudes be, you find these diamonds in the rough. A bu- majority of the time, you can wait to the third, fourth round. Like, the dude uh, for the Broncos, Philip Lindsay. Dude was undrafted. <laughs> like, he got 107 yards the other day. Like, I mean, yeah, there, there's a chance you could find them, but I mean, I mean, I, I'm saying they could have got like a Nick Chubb in the later rounds. He would have been just as nice. I think Bar- Bar- Barkley was a first round pick, though. Somebody was taking him. He wasn't making it out of, out of it, sh- it, sh- it shouldn't be the team that needs a quarterback, though. Yeah, I mean, they they, they have faith in Eli. They have faith in Eli. That's the answer, though. It wasn't oh, like until next week. I mean, like, Eli. see, some people, some people feel he's washed, some people feel he doesn't. But again, you can't knock the man if he has no offensive line. He's not mobile, he never was. Both Super Bowls, he had. Worst offensive talent than he has now, but he had an established run game, and he had an offensive line. He had a Monty Tuma out there. He didn't have no Odell Beckham. He had a Monty Tuma and, yeah, and, and Antonio. Cool. I can't even throw the bumps. He's doing the plastic too, yo. Is plastic a bump? I thought he was kind of nice. Nah, plastic was. Uh, no, nah, he was a bump. He was ready a pro, yo. Come on, he was good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Victor Cruz for good. a good two three year run. He was nice too. One of the best top ten in the league. Yeah, you're selling your receiver short. It wasn't like he was throwing a no. I'm not saying. <laughs> I'm not saying. I'm not saying they bums, but he had an established running game. He had a line, He had an offensive line. He had an all pro guard and Chris Snee. He had David Dale. He had people who can actually block. 
Well, it's weird yeah. because and he's Sa- Saquon Barkley is not he's not a run between the tackles running back. He's more yeah. of a juke you mm-hmm. try to try to shake you out of your pants. So that's not the that's not the ground and pound that the Giants quote unquote are known for. So I mean yeah. we'll see, man. I, it's still early. Good it's luck, still brother. Early. Good luck, brother. It is yeah. early, but last night was terrible, yo. Yep. Yeah, right. I expected better from the Giants. Well, and that's not even because I got an investment in fan. I just was like, they should be better. Yeah. OBJ's healthy. Uh, new coordinator because I was blaming McAdoo, but I feel yeah. like y'all should be better than this. That's yep. just my opinion. Well, I want to get on. Still, still in NFL, but I want to get on to one of the rules that. That I want to get into about the rough and the passive. Now, a, do you think that is good for the league as far as protecting the quarterback with the CTE and the injuries, and you need you need your high profile plays on the field, or do you think that is hurting the game, or is it a mixture of both? Ken, you want to go first? Well. Um, I mean, it was like a wrestling person that comes out of nowhere, out of nowhere. (laughs) Oh, you know, hello, everybody, just joining us. Cam, um, snuck in through the back door. Basically, I think it's actually a good thing just because, like, dude. I'm, we got five to ten years left on NFL. I'm telling you, like, <laughs> like we really got like five to ten because with the amount of injuries, with the amount of concussions, the CTE, like, literally, people might as well enjoy it while it lasts because five six years, the whole game's gonna change anyways. So, and these are just these small little things that they can kind of because, like, right now you have more and more parents and more and more people looking at football as being like this really bad thing because of all the injuries and all that. So I think it's actually better just just to, just to have it. Like, you might as well start now because it's going to come, you know? Yeah. I'm not, D, Cam? Uh, Cam, But, yo, pause. Piece of chicken. But um, <laughs> I'm kind of in between, man. Like, like yesterday – uh, for instance, there was a rough in the passer on Clay Matthews. Oh Clay yeah, Cousins. saw that. Um, that to me, that was that should have been a normal thing. Like he 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 tried to he tackled him after the ball was thrown. It looked like a normal play that um that you used to when you watch football. One of the reasons why I'm mad is because Kirk Cousins is on the fantasy team I'm going against, and he threw an interception <laughs> to the cornerback who was on my fantasy team. And I would have won this week if Kirk Cousins didn't have a chance to throw for another 185 yards and a touchdown. But besides that, I think that I'm kind of I'm kind of in between. I think they should let them play, but Cam just made a great point. Like, first of all, the NFL now is definitely a passing league, so you want to protect your quarterbacks out of anybody. So they want to make sure these guys don't don't get hurt because. I mean, they're, they're the ones that make the most money, if you think about it. They're the ones who everyone recognizes. And you probably could recognize every NFL quarterback with the helmet off. You can't do that with every running back in the league, with every wide receiver, with any other position. But quarterback, you probably know every quarterback's face for some stupid reason. And they're the face of the league, so you got to protect them. So I, yep. I, get the, I get the penalty, but I'm not 100% fan of it. You talking about uh, yeah, the penalty, a, that new rule? Yeah, I asked a question. Yeah. I asked a question. 
Christian, do you agree with it as far as it protecting the quarterback because you need quarterbacks, you know, for the business to not get hurt? Or do you think that it's bad for the game or is it a mixture of both? Be honest, I don't really care. Like <laughs> football's so different. I mean, I just adapt with it. I mean, yeah, sometimes when you know every rule, I, I don't know if you guys mentioned this, but anytime they have a a, a rule change, the beginning preseason games or the first game would be like super tight. They call it tight pause. But the game be like they call everything and then be like game week three, week four, they're pretty more they're pretty much lean on it and it doesn't become an uh, issue. Like when they had the new helmet rule, like you couldn't spear a dude, you had to tackle a certain way. Uh it was an issue. But people like Fontez Perfect, <laughs> you know, they can't avoid it. But I mean, sooner or later teams and players will adapt and we won't even think about this twice. Until well, it becomes a, until it becomes a bigger issue, like the, the catch rule. We still don't know what a catch is still to this day. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, sooner or later we'll adapt it and we'll get used to it. And I really, those rules don't really affect me. Like, to be honest, like, yeah, it sucks when it's in a big game and then that comes into play, but like, those are few and far between. Well, you don't think, what's the question for Olio that, or I personally think that it's going to be an issue now that gambling is involved in football, those type of calls is going to change the outcome of games and there's millions of dollars riding on these games. So you don't think with now that it's heavy betting going on that this is going to become a major what problem? What do you mean now? It's been going on. Or now that it's heavy now in betting. Everybody bets in football now. and Legally bets, actually. If, if, if legally bets. So if these calls are going to dictate outcomes of games, there's a lot of money that's going to be changed because of that. Well, the thing is, though, Ant, like sites like FanDuel and DraftKings was considered skill-based gambling. Uh, however, it's gambling. So that's been around. So we've been gambling. They just hit it under a different moniker because gambling, the traditional sense of gambling, there is a certain skill uh, certain skill involved, but it's mainly luck. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Uh, but like with those sites for DraftKings and Daily Fantasy and, and, and all that, they've been gambling on that. You know what I'm saying? They just tried to find a loophole. But now, because I think the NFL is saying, oh, we can make money on it. It's like selling like weed, you know, uh, uh, what is it? Uh, get weed and, and make it corporate. They're doing it with fantasy and all these little drafting stuff. So they think gambling. I don't think it's going to have. I mean, OK, whatever. If you believe in those like crazy stories about how Vegas, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's always going to be there. That 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 essence of it. It's always going to be. That's why I think the Raiders, and on another note, the Raiders are moving to Vegas because they're broke and they need money. And what's yeah. the best way to get money is be in the city of money. Yeah. Yep. And it moves to a new place, so they're going to get you a new stadium. Yeah. That's why I mean, they traded to the They didn't have no money yeah. to pay him. Yeah, man. But, it's all. It's just. Dude, it's business, man. Like, I think that's the other part that people keep forgetting. Like, there's just weird. Like, I think the fans are really struggling, or hardcore fans, I should say, are really struggling with the fact of the game as a game and the game as a business. And I think that's the aspect that's like slow, slowly, like the more and more it's starting to creep in, the more that people are starting to resist against it. Because like all these moves that people are doing, these are all business moves. Like, of course you're going to have a rough in the passenger thing because your, your biggest money person is your quarterback. You don't want that dude to get knocked out. So you're gonna yeah. you're gonna change the game so your character back can live longer. Same thing with all the uh, gambling stuff. Same like you said with Khalil Mack. Like if you ain't got the money, then you got then you gotta move, make business moves to do that. Like at, at one level, people quote unquote care about the game, but at the end of the day, it's a business, man. Whatever's good for business, that's what they're gonna do. Yeah, mm-hmm. like I, I personally think. Well, I know when I was growing up, I was that hey, you play football, you know what you're getting yourself into. You know it is what it is. 
after watching that Will Smith join and, and, and knowing what CTE is, I didn't know about CTE when I was growing up. Now I'm more aware of it. I'm more I'm more comfortable with these rules. Like I don't think NFL is going to end because NFL, college football, they make buku money still. It's still a money maker. So there's and there's no football football rules Sunday, man. It's number one. So it, it might not I don't, end, but you might not be getting the top tier talent. They might be playing basketball. They might be playing soccer. Down down the road, a lot of these kids that are amazing at football. Just think about some of the basketball players. They'd be like, yo, my mom didn't want me playing football. Can you imagine Alan Iverson on a football field? He played he in high school. Nice. He was nice in yeah. high school, though. But can, can you imagine LeBron James? Like, yeah, it, it's yeah. just certain athletes where, like, imagine them on a football field, yo. It would be scary. Yep. I'm not, I'm not going to. I'm not gonna Somebody's lie. Somebody's gonna be playing other sports. I would have my son play football, but if he gets lit once and he says, "Daddy, I don't want to play this no more," the old Ed would have said, "Yo, man up, you playing?" You still got to man up, yo. I was still telling <laughs> man up. You're right, but I, 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 I might, I might Michael Irvin, buck up, shut Burn. up, shut up, <laughs> get out there, hey, keep playing. I don't, I don't. <laughs> yo, I would be real with you, Ant. If, if whatever, if, if he. Got in if if they can pay for college with a lacrosse scholarship, boy, you playing lacrosse, you gonna get out there and play that. Oh, that's a fact. That's a fact. Yeah, get your Jim yeah. Brown on, yo. Yeah, yeah man. Real you want to be a fencer? Uh, on guard, brother. Get but, out there. Like, real quick, you guys just mentioned FanDuel and those things. I bet you guys didn't know that Robert Kraft and Jerry Jones are investors in those companies. I didn't even yep. know. Yeah, I did. So I did. So just, of just, just think about that, yo. Yeah. That's what but I'm saying. Isn't, that, isn't that a conflict of interest, though? No. Why would it be a conflict of interest? You're. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Yo, man, technically helping out the league. You're betting on your on players, but you're. Play- I don't know. That's kind of crazy, man. The the owner is not telling the head coach to tank. Yeah. Exactly. Like if I don't, I can bet on whoever I want to bet. But yeah, know, exactly. It's, it's, it's a player situation, and that's the part that makes it so crazy, right? So you, as the owner of a team. Could legally bet on your <laughs> own team. You no, know, there's that's no problem. That's crazy. Yeah, you as a player, because a player is not really like you said. This goes back to the whole players are slaves to so the masters, blah blah blah. But but you as a player, you know, in college, can't sell your own jerseys. You can't make money off the of shit. And football, you know, uh, the the whole thing. Yeah, can't bet against your own team. So there's these weird rules where they try to conflate it with like, oh, the love of the game and the blah 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 blah. But then the people that all make the real money are just like, yo, we be on this shit every day. What are you talking about? Yo, the only person I see that may cause an interest is Jerry Jones because he be having his hand in a cookie jar. Oh yeah, all the time. he be trying to play head coach and owner at the yeah. same time. So oh, there is oh, that oh. that sense, but at the same time, most of the owners. From my perspective, don't really be. They just they just run the team. They don't really care. They actually really cheat. You know, some of them be like, they don't those Mark Cubans? They don't really exist in football. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah true. That's that old money. You know, so yeah, yeah, it's definitely true. Yeah. Well, Robert Kraft, yeah. he on that level too. Robert Kraft's up there with that. He can't buy his team. And Robert Kraft is on that other. He on that other other. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean that's I mean that's the most that's the you know. I, I keep going back to the whole the, the business aspect of things. So it's like every time players do things that, you know, are contrary to the game or, or you know, uh, this the game is soft now or blah, 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 blah. It's just like, yo, man, you have to look at it from a business aspect. You look from business, you're like, oh, that makes perfect sense. Like, you know, 
who are the highest, like it's still a quarterback league. You know, the quarterbacks are still making the most money out of all the players. And, and if you look at, look at the, the top 10 most paid quarterbacks, how many, how many black people are in there? Russell Williams, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson, Russell Wilson. Shit, who else? That's it, son. Top 10. I think it's all right. Black, black, uh, quarterbacks. black quarterbacks. I think he's the only, or I should say, yeah, highest played. Uh, let me double check. But I think there's only one black high, uh, uh, like player. Well, t- uh, Cam Newton. Cam will be there. Cam and Russell. I think those are the two. Yeah. I, I mean, but they, they passed their rookie contracts. So most of the, the up and coming black quarterbacks are mainly rookies or they either got hurt. Like yeah. Teddy Bridgewater, if he didn't get hurt, <laughs> he probably would have got paid. Oh, totally. Instead, you got Jimmy G as one the top paid. <laughs> Jimmy G been in the league. He been in the league. Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm saying? I, I see what you're saying, but like, it's no, like, but they're, they're paying him off for potential. Like, he yeah. didn't make mm-hmm. teams in the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's not a rookie. Yeah, yeah. He's been in yeah. the league for a minute, sitting behind uh, Tom Terrific. So, yeah. Yeah. No, uh, it's, like said, it, it's, uh, it's interesting, man. It is interesting. That's a, I mean, uh, kind of like with uh, what's the name? Uh, Vontae Davis and how his whole decision. This shit was crazy. Yeah, that was wild. We discussed that earlier, and I think I outside it. of Ant, I think we all kind of was like, <laughs> I feel it. <laughs> like, dude was fed Seriously. up. I was like, yeah, I'm man. over it. I'm out. I, I feel like part of me, going back to that, Vontae, real quick, I said, maybe part of me feels like, yeah, he quit, but at the same time, majority of me feel like, man, you got to go. You got to go. I'm through with no, this. Yeah, right let me ask you this question. You ever quit a job, though? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I quit yeah. UPS on the spot. Yeah. Out. Okay. And did you leave your co-workers behind? Your brothers? Hell yeah. I was like, firefighters? Bro, I was, <laughs> well, 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 well. How, did you leave them behind to pick up the pallets? Hey. First of all, when you have hey, guys, wait, you not, I was you trying to cause a mutiny. Get out. <laughs> you don't you don't you don't call you don't call them your brothers. You just call them your co-workers. Yeah, that's the same thing he's saying. They're not co-workers though. They are his co-workers. Yeah, they are. Those are his co-workers. Yeah. A job like everybody else. Man, Amy trying to make this is like right. private Ryan. Right. Right. Well, hold on, hold on. Y'all all y'all all know football. Y'all all watch football. Y'all know the codes of football. Y'all know y'all know that the camaraderie of football. You know what sports is on a different level than a regular job. Y'all, and, y'all, and, acting, and, acting, y'all acting like y'all don't know what it is to be on a sports. I'm gonna give you a scenario. When I worked for Pepsi, man, I used to work the warehouse, and when one dude called out sick, we had to pick up his slack. So I understand that team mentality. But I also empathize when he was through with it. Like, I'm not trying to rap pellets anymore. I get it. <laughs> like, be free. God speed, my friend. Like, but, go find your the, position. The NFL players are sacrificing their bodies and putting their bodies on the line. What would you think you. we was doing? We was yeah. busting our butt for the graveyard shit. But at the end of the day, but at the end of the day, it's still a job, man. I mean, I think that, and this goes back to the aspect of even uh, look at it as like a large company. All companies try to make you feel like your coworkers are your friends. Some of your coworkers are not your friends, and because of that aspect of it, in it, then they try to they try to like get your hooks in. So it's like, oh man, really? You can't spend that extra hour here. Damn, that sucks. That means Ant's gonna have to take pick up the slack. Blah 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 blah. And so most jobs try to get the most out of you for the least. So like a lot of times, even the whole two weeks thing, you know, that's not a real thing. You could literally quit a job and there's no negative that goes against you besides someone that could say bad about you. But there's no real rule that says give your two weeks notice. It's a it's a courtesy. So like, believe, if I was going to quit, I'm using all my sick time. I'm going to give you my two weeks and use it all for sick time. 
Yeah, I mean, it, it just, but so again, like looking at NFL, like it's a regular job. Oh, and just to double check, I double check the top 10 quarterbacks paid. Russell Wilson, Wilson is number 10. He's the only black dude in the top 10. Cam yeah. Newton's not, he's like 14th, actually. He'll beat it next. He'll beat it next. Behind, behind Eli and uh, Bridges. Russell Wilson's in the pay. Yep. yep. And he's, he won a Super Bowl, too. Crazy, right? Yeah. He's a shamer. Crazy. Hey, he was running for his life today. So that man needs to be paid. Oh, that dude's been. <laughs> He, he, got, he scored a touchdown <laughs> in 24 seconds, and I lost by two points. God damn it. Anyways, back to my point. <laughs> but but anyway, as I was saying, like, remember, I think that's the part, too. We go back to this fans versus uh, business aspect where it's like, as a fan of the game, you're like, yo, you wouldn't leave your brothers at holding the bag. But as a business proposition, yo, man, do what you need to do. Because <laughs> just as, as cool as they would be with you right now, They'll cut you in a, in a heartbeat and just be like, oh, man, you got cut today. Sorry, dog. And it's already exactly. three, you know? Yo, you come in the locker room. Yo, what happened to Ant? Yo, they, they traded him to Cincinnati. Why? <laughs> they didn't want to pay him. Like, come yeah, on. Exactly. Man. Like, yo. like That's business, though. That's different between being all, business. No, but that's business, business, too. I don't want to show up to this business anymore. Mm-hmm. I, I found another passion. I want to do something else. So you don't yep. say that my motherfuckers is bleeding, hurt. Hey, what's this? Yeah, going through the moment. I walked out when, <laughs> they, when, they, when they captured my team and there was grenades there. <laughs> now, you you, not, you, yeah, you, you're making it sound like life or death. Hey, you sound like Kellen Winslow. Yo, war. War. All right. can you, yo, can you imagine Ray Lewis saying, yo, everybody, I need you to listen to me. You going to use Ray Lewis? Word, <laughs> well, why, why not? He's a player, right? Can you imagine him giving a speech or why he about to leave at halftime? Can you imagine him giving a speech? Are you serious? Like <laughs> the Lord, the Lord told me two hours. I gave y'all two hours and fifteen minutes. Pray for me, damn. Can you? I'm out. Can you imagine Rico was doing that? Like, yo, what? Yo, yo, come on, man. Yo, Vontae yeah. Davis never put himself holier than thou, rah rah, dude. Yeah, Ray, Ray Lewis is a damn preacher, yo. Like, yeah, Vontae, Vontae is what's the name's brother. The tight end's brother, Vernon Davis's brother, and he just came. He was a lunch pill dude. Unfortunately, a, a myriad of injuries kind of cost him his later years, but he was a really well, good player for a he, while. If he had a Hall of Fame career, you could kiss that goodbye. That's all I'm saying. I don't Ooh, think he cared. Yeah. Yeah, I, I don't think so either. I think if he would have, if he would have, I think if he had a Hall of Fame career, and, and he, he was good. Like this, he was, he was still good. I, I, still, I still think he would be in the Hall of Fame. I mean, even though. Um, no, who is it? Uh, who was talking about Barry Sanders left early? Yeah, Barry Sanders. He quit. Barry. He quit. Megatron left early. No, he Megatron quit. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. They didn't quit at halftime, man. They didn't, but they walked out on their contract. You want to go on that? They walked out on their contract. They was a bit. Yo, that was a bit, you, you mad because he quit at lunchtime? That's what you so, mean. so he quit. <laughs> what did he say on Monday? He said, I'm done with football. All right, all right. So, so if right, he said I'm, today, I'm, is I'm, that okay I'm, with you? If he did what? If he quit today, if he quit today, would that would that be okay? Yeah, at the end of the game, yo, I can't do this no more. Okay, by him quitting at halftime, what does that tell you? That he just quit earlier? Because it wasn't like they needed him to win. If they was up and they needed him and he quit, different story. Oh, why the different story? Nah, different story. He still quit it. I mean, I'm just saying, like, if he, if he, if you want, if you felt like they, they could have won the game and they trying to help. I mean, I, I don't really care. All right. Just, so, Ken, Von, Von Miller quits at halftime in the Super Bowl. You not tight? Nah, I'm just whatever. Cause I okay. get it. I understand. Yeah, okay. 
No, I'm serious. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Arian Foster was saying the same thing. He was like, "Yo, man, I don't think he's like, I don't think people realize it's like there's a point where you're just like, nah, I'm good, and you stop." And Look. I laugh because it goes back again to the fan perception of what foot, what foot playing football is, and then the actual player's perception of what playing football is. And so the fans' perception is always this like gladiator, brothers in arms, almost That's military. That's what it athlete. is, though. But in reality, at the end of the day, it's a business. It's a job. And, like, you've been doing this your whole life, and then you're like, you know what? I'm good. I'm out. You and know like, what? Hey, you, hey, hey, you remember uh, Robert Smith running back to the Vikings? Oh, yeah, yeah. Of course I, I do. I girl about him the other day. I'm this, dude, early. this dude was literally on the cusp. He was nice. He was about to get paid, and he was mm -hmm. in the prime of his career. That man was mm -hmm. like, I'm done. Like, Most he just place. left. Left. Had no regrets. Quit on the team. They was Super Bowl bound. Was done. Yeah, he had no regrets. Like I get, like when we were coming up, yeah, that mentality, that matrix mentality, Arian Foster. That's what we was conditioned to believe. Like you can't quit on your team, blah blah rah rah rah. But now all this stuff that's coming to light about players and how they get treated, uh, and we are gonna talk about Antonio Brown and Le'Veon Bell a little bit too going forward. Mm -hmm. But uh, that whole mentality when they get injured, I mean, one injury like Le'Veon Bell with the whole franchise tag Kirk Cousins with the franchise tag they try to play for their livelihood and they, they keep messing with their money so I'm not about to put my life or my my career or my walking on the line because you feel like oh I quit on the team man I gotta look out for me first because of this brutal sport called football it's not like you know what I'm saying they go out there and like they can walk away man you don't know what's gonna be happening so, so go play so go play golf then no, he's going to retire. He has his money. He's go done. Play, go play golf because football is a team sport. It's and, not and, and he play put golf. 10 years. He put 10 years in. What more do you want from him? You can give me another three, two more quarters, man. <laughs> <laughs> I need I need I need an hour and 30 minutes and then what? we can we can watch I didn't I didn't watch the game. I heard it was bad. I did not watch the game. <laughs> I did not watch the game. It was terrible. 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 That is hilarious. I, 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 I understand where you're coming from, man. Because personally, I would have just, to, to not make it a spectacle, yes. I would have said, I said but, Coach, take me out. I'm, but, I'm, I'm not feeling it. But, but look at, but the way that he did it also shows the level of what he was feeling at the time. Like, you don't, like, one of my coworkers in my old job, he had been there for 10 years. When he quit, he gave him four days, left everything in his desk, took th two things, and bounced. Damn. You Shut do up. things for, for a statement. Like, that's the, like, that if he was really cool with his teammates and his the organization, he would have been like, all right, you know, finish the game. Hey, you know what? This is not for me. Bop, 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 bop. But, like, quitting at halftime is a statement, whether it's I silent, agree. whether it's larger. And, like, so that we don't know what the whole reason why or anything, but, but like, that's the that but that's the levels like when that when I, I started to see that more and more when people quit you see why then because like they're they're basically show they're they're doing it in a certain way to show that there's a way that they felt that they were being treated so that's the question that's the question why can't you just why can't somebody just, just be a quitter why that had to be a, a, a statement why can't just be a quitter because we live in a society where the nfl has this image especially what's going on where they don't really care about uh the social climate uh, climate uh, climate that's going on especially with all this kneeling how the owners don't really give a shit about their players and it's underpaid and all this cba these uh, con uh, collective bargain agreements that they agreed on especially with this franchise tag and they don't need player dirty just look at Le'Veon, man they, they, he knows the Steelers is going to run him into the ground 
And he knows that as a running back, that he has a short lifespan and he's one of the top five running backs that's in the game right now. And the man wants to get paid. But what did, what, what did he do? What did he do? I'm not playing. At least he said it from the beginning. He I'm quit. He quit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But if you think about it that way, he's leaving his brothers hanging. Yep. If you go, if you go mm-hmm. with your analogy, he's leaving his brothers to go to the battlefield. He's at right watching TV. You're right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? No, because this is what? about money. Because this is about this is a this is about this, NFL is still a business too. Oh, now it's a and business. Yeah, he's leaving his brothers behind. Money. But NFL has rules, though. You never get it. You never what get rule? in front of. There's no rules that say I can't leave at halftime. You never that you never get. You never get in the way of people's money. Y'all know that in sports, you don't never. You're not supposed to hey, argue so, so much. Yo, so what's the, I, what's I, the I, unspoken I, rule when the team cut the dude and he was a brother, and they cut the dude? They just like we don't. We don't it's, it. it's, it's called you. It's called you signed the collective bargaining agreement. That's your, that's that's on them. So we so all last, last, we last all year, know the NFL. Year, did, last, huh? year, well, last year. With uh, James Harrison, I'll use some example with the Steelers. Mm-hmm. They drafted T.J. Watts, and mm-hmm. they were like, "Yo, we want you to help this kid. He's the future." Blah blah blah. Okay, I'll help him. Yo, week by week, James Harrison uh, playing time got less and less. So it's it towards the middle to the end of the season, they didn't play him anymore. Yo, we're gonna cut you. They got rid of him. They, granted, in the beginning of the season, they told him something else. It did not happen as the season went on. So he went and signed with the Patriots. So it's a business, but you tell me you're gonna do one thing and then you do the next. But yeah, I'm supposed to be a good, a good soldier and do exactly what you tell me. You tell me somebody can't say, I don't want to do this anymore. This is not for me. I've been doing this for my entire life. It wasn't like Vontae Davis was a second year player and did this. And I'd be like, yo, what? What's wrong with this guy? Because you know like, why, D? Because there's people that's on Buffalo that probably want the best for him. That probably sacrificed their career. Maybe they sacrificed their contract to get him onto the team. And then you're going to fucking up and quit at halftime? Man, they drafted two cornerbacks this year. His number was up over there. Eventually, they drafted a cornerback in the fourth and fifth round. You think he's the future for them? Yo, he's looking at the scene. Why am I still playing? Who knows in week one if he didn't go to the ownership Yo, can you trade me? No, we don't want to trade you. I, right. yo, you come out, you losing twenty eight three. These losers scoring any way they want. They they about to drop sixty points to you. Yo, you in the locker room like, what is this, yo? Your coach probably saying something stupid. Yo, yo, you probably honest. upset with your coach. What you gonna do? Yo, I'm done. Uh, you fed up yeah. in the moment, like Cam just mentioned. You're making a statement, yo. I can't, I can't, I can't be around this team. They're not here. Yeah. People are not being professionals. Why should I? And he left. Like I, I can't get mad at the man, yo. Now, granted, Damn, flip, flip, flip this. If this was boxing, and a boxer did that during a fight, that's a different story. That's a one-on-one. Story. That, 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 I'm that like, one. Is, what's your Why problem, yo? Because it's a I'm one-on-one sport. You, you, you up there, and you on your own, yo. Ain't no one coming in the ring. You could tag him. So you just proved my point. Football is not a one-on-one sport. It's a team sport. And, and they drafted two cornerbacks. I just told you. Bringing those other cornerbacks. Oh, they're not ready. Yeah. We got 53 men on this team. They're not ready. They're not they, You know, you can't just. They're not ready. They're not ready. You was brought in here to be a starter. You don't like things that went your way. Yo, I'm out. Who the fuck are you? <laughs> yeah, I'm a player, blood. <laughs> well, it's the same thing with your job, though. Think about it, though. Like, I laugh because, uh, again, old job. 
one of the uh, there was like they had a, a pretty tight knit team. They've been working together for almost three years. One mm -hmm. dude was like, "Yo, man, I'm out. I got a better job. I'm making more money. I think it's a better opportunity." And you know, he bounced. And the rest of them were kind of sad, but they got over it and they kept it moving. Same out of that same team, another person, same thing. They're like, "Yo, this place isn't going to do nothing for me. I got another job. I'm getting more money. I got the title that I want, and I'm out." The last dude who still stayed around, still stayed around, because for him the situation was fine. <laughs> So if but, you look at it from exactly, again as, as, as a job as, perspective, yo, as a I'm, job, I'm everyone looking at it at it, it's half time. I'm bleeding. I'm hurt. We all in this together, and hey, yo, fellas, I'm out of here, yo. Yep, it, it's like I said, it's just like a job. And if you were on the job, you left at the same thing. Did you leave? You gave him two weeks. Uh huh. What happened? Huh? When you left, Eckert, you gave him two weeks. <laughs> huh? How'd you how'd you leave that job? <laughs> I got tired of traveling. I got tired of traveling. How'd you quit? I, I, I didn't come back. So your co-workers, Nick, Mikey, you know, literally our brothers, people we grew up with. You quit, right? Mm-hmm. They had to work, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Did they say, <laughs> hey, yo, burn in hell? But they say, yo, we quit it next. Well, we done with this too. But <laughs> I didn't quit while I was on a fucking building something. And I'd be like, yo, hold, hold that two ball four. I'm out, yo. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Again, I, 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 yeah, I, I, I agree with you I, on I that. that. There, there's a certain level of respect that you should give. However, the way you quit is how you look at your job. And the way he quit shows that he did not like what was going on. And but that's all I'm gonna do. You cannot and it matter, like, you to sports. You can't do it because it's different. Because yo, nah, yeah. not at all. And, all right, and if it comes out, the coach was like, Woogie Boogie, yo, get out there, monkey. What you gonna say? Yo? <laughs> he said Woogie Boogie. <laughs> what you gonna say, Ant? <laughs> you, you gotta take it. You gotta take it. What you gonna I, say? I, I, I see you in court. I quit. I see you in court. Okay. <laughs> but that's but then again, so, so this is part of the reason why a lot of people stop watching football because they felt that the players weren't getting treated as they should be getting treated where and in the, as a stark contrast to the NBA where NBA is a players league NBA the players literally do what the fuck they want like they still get dicked over DeMarcus uh, Rosen but like they pretty much like yo I'm gonna go play over here with my friends because I want to and they bounce where NFL they haven't had that situation so I can start to see a they've been dipping in the ratings B players are still are unhappy physically and also they're getting beat up so, they, so at the same time, they're kind of like, yo, man, you, my own organization doesn't treat me as, as good as I treat them. So why do I need to have the same level of loyalty, you know? And I, that, and I get that. And I understand it. That's why I'm like, I saw that. I was like, yo, that dude's making a big statement of like, if he didn't feel that his uh, organization slash team was backing him that well to the point where he had to quit in the middle of a game, that means there's stuff that's well, going on that we don't even know about. So, that, so, but since we don't know about that, all we can assume is that he's a quitter. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, which I, is fine. I mean, I, like, get track record of being a quitter. Like, I feel like he's not known to be a quitter. Like, this is this is uncommon. This doesn't he, happen. But it happened, yo. That's like I can I got I got mad with Katie leaving Golden State. I mean, OKC to go to Golden State, and he didn't even quit. Like, there's certain things in sports you just don't do. Like but you man, I think you, that's and, and that's the difference, though. Like, and I laugh because someone brought this up. It was a uh, Malcolm Gladwell. I'm asking this before, but he was just like, wait, stop. So I'm supposed to play somewhere I don't like with people I don't like 
because I'm because it's because just that it's sports. Like, what was Katie supposed to do? Like, that's what I'm really at, at the end of the day. Like, as quote unquote, as fans, it's like if this player, like, if say for instance, Katie went to the Knicks, you'd be like, oh shit, yeah, Katie, cool, you know, you'd be happy. Of course, but and but this conflates what we talk about. Like, at the end of the day, it's not sports; it's business, yeah. and that's the part they trick everybody on. It's They're all everyone was. Yeah, man, they they yo they industry they they brainwash people so much that they could like sports is a religion, man. And because they do that, that's why people have such a a hardcore visual, uh, uh, visual like feeling towards it. So when things happen to their sports team, it's like there's more people worshiping on Sunday in sports than there is in church. (laughs) Yeah, yo, the older I get, like I don't I don't get upset anymore. If I was like 15, 16, uh, mid 20s, I'd be upset. I, I I won't be able to go to work the next day. Like I'm realizing, yo, what what I rather watch the sport as a whole nowadays than invest my 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 time, my energy. It's great when your team wins and they bring it home, but at the same time it's like what's the point of stressing yourself well, out, yo? You're right, but I think I can agree on this one. When it comes to high school you cannot tell high school players who are who who have team bonding that makes it out the hood because of sports. So sports is not just a business in certain people's eyes. Granted, not it's not for, a business part yet. That we're but, not talking about business in high school. We're talking about yeah, organization, but I'm talking about sports, building though. and learning. I, I talk about sports. You said it's not a sport; it's a business. People getting brainwashed. You can't. Ain't yeah, no high school kids about, brainwashed. You no, talking no, no, about no. professionals? Obviously, did we did, unless we talking about Friday Night Lights, and I didn't know it. Oh, uh, I, <laughs> <laughs> nah, I just making sure that because because sports is more than just just making money. That's what I'm no, trying to say. Yeah, I mean, if you're talking about sports at the ground level, it's that's amazing for children. Like it teaches them teamwork. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Leadership. And also, like, and, yeah. and wait, and wait, wait. And did you play football in high school? Yes. Dwayne, did you play football in high school? Nah. Cam, did you play football in high school? Hell no. Good. Uh, yeah, I played. I played for. I played for a year. This shit was interesting. I like. I wrote the bench most of it. I was on special teams, and it was. You're right. The camaraderie around, like you know, your brothers and all that kind of shit. They really try to drill you. I thought I learned a lot about uh, camaraderie, which are you know your fellow people going through the same dumb shit together. Mm-hmm. But then I also learned about favoritism. <laughs> I learned learned about like you know hierarchies yep. of people that are just better yep. than you. Period. Yep. Like if you're good, you're good. If you're not, you're not. This it's not mm-hmm. a thing. But Hard I think, work. It is yeah, hard work, same thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Like it was, dude. I, I was like, I was a mediocre player. You know, I, I think I got one pass, even throwing spells playing a receiver. But it was a, it was an interesting experience. That I'm glad I did. But mm-hmm. at the same time, they people try to tap into that level of feeling all the way up into the professional level. So you have yeah. these people that are literally the creme, of the, the creme of the crop. And like again, you know. It's a business, you know. Who's making all the money? All the white people. Who's playing and who's playing, taking all the risk? All the black people. Mm-hmm. It's just like you know. After a while, you just have to shrug and be like, "If this dude won't want to play, fuck it, don't play." I'm like, I'm with you. You do what you need to do, man. And the only reason why is just, just like you said, like the the owners could do so much, and as fans, you just like, yeah, they're right. You don't even think twice. I'm pretty. There's still a fans out there complaining. Why is Le'Veon Bell not on the field? Like, yeah. yo, the man's trying to get paid. Yeah, the the not, way football's going nowadays, like players are retiring earlier, yo. Yeah. Like no that one's part. playing into their 30s anymore, unless you're a quarterback. Um, players are leaving crazy. early. Now. 
Yeah, that's really crazy. I was actually looking up the uh, the first draft picks for for the last like 10, 20 years and see who's still playing right now. And besides like Eli and freaking uh, <laughs> the quarterbacks, right? Yeah, quarterbacks. Mostly, yeah, it's most of the quarterbacks. A lot of the other ones, I don't know. Some of them are, some of them aren't. But Dude, I mean, they were like, showing yeah. highlights from the Giants and Dallas game. They said Felix Jones. I'm like, yo, <laughs> wow, Marion Barber. I'm like, what the. <laughs> Marion Barbarian Barber. Yo, and it's crazy. I'm just like, yo, that was like eight, nine years ago. Like Romo just left, right you know? Yeah, Jason Witten wow. just left. But them players, I'm just like, wow, these dudes, Miles Austin, like they they they've been going for a few years now, man. Wow. But just, but just remember in NFL, there's a lot of players that do play for the love of the game that ain't making 30, 40 million dollars. So nah, a lot of money. Don't be fooled. Like, no, 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 Because it takes a lot to get playing football, getting hit every day, waking it take, up. It hurt. take a, it take a few million. You pay me a few million, I go out there. I'm no special team. I'm third out for a year. There was a dude on the Niners that quit after his second year, and he was really good. He's a linebacker. Yeah, yeah, yeah I remember him. Yeah. I was, he was like, I'm done. I remember uh, what's his name? Uh, Martellus Bennett was talking about it. How he, you know, he he Green Bay screwed him over. And he got picked up by the Patriots and then he got, you know, got his ring and then he retired the next year. And then they were talking about it. Like someone was, something was happening on Twitter and he was going back and forth with a bunch of fans about it. And it was so funny because he was breaking it down. He was just like, yo, I like, they're like, oh, you just got a ring because, but you're on the bench. He was like, and I still got a ring. What does that mean? (laughs) He's like, yeah, he's like, yo, I have money to feed my fam. I got my own creative agency. I'm doing. I'm using my money from football to fund my next life. I got a Super Bowl ring. I'm a Pro Bowler. I don't know what you guys are talking about. Y'all can talk as much mess as you want from your couch doing nothing. But at the end of the day, like, I don't the 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 chasm between fan to player is so crazy. Where fans really feel like they have a level of uh, almost an eye to eye to a player going through all this craziness, and like it, it still to this day bo- bo- like boggles my mind. I'm like, yo, man, like these dudes are doing have been doing this for almost their whole entire lives. If they're finally like fuck this, I'm out. Then yo, you're out. Like there you have you don't owe anyone anything. But but that's what makes sports great, though, man. Like the fan base and like tailgating like people feel connected to the players in the team like i'm, I'm a giant fan no matter who it's a, puts it's on a religion jersey. it's a religion yeah mm-hmm. it is it is I'm not even- it's a religion 100 percent, man all i know is man i don't even be watching football like that i get more frustrated in my fantasy team than my real life team yep. and then <laughs> i was gonna talk about that too like today i didn't like i i haven't watched a full football game in like a long time and then I was at dinner today, and then the Monday Night Football was on, and I was going against Russell Wilson, and I almost won. And then, but I la- I watched the last like two minutes of the game, and in my head, I'm like, "Yo, I actually enjoy fantasy football just from the numbers. I'm not even paying attention to the actual game. Like, I don't mm-hmm. because I don't have a team. I'm not sitting down watching a whole like Sunday football or any ri- like ritual like that. I'm not around people like that anymore. And it's all almost taken out. All I know is that my team beat a certain team, uh, and we rivals. I didn't even care. To be honest, I was like, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I don't even like because the Raiders is garbage anyway, and we all right. But it was like 10 years ago, I'd have been like, yo, this is it. You know what I'm saying? But like, I understand. I think I'm more invested in NBA than anything, especially now. But yeah. uh, the football thing, like, I just, I kind of have a different understanding of it. I get more enjoyment from fantasy. Now, if my team go to the Super Bowl, yeah, I'm going to root for them, but I'm not going to go 
Like, you know how we, my team used to lose? I'd be heartbroken. I come to work depressed. Like, I was like, what is wrong with me? Like, like this ain't yeah. even that serious. They don't even oh, pay me. Trust me. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Great hands, stressing yeah. out. Can't I, go to sleep. Yeah, exactly. that's behind me, yo. My team lost the Super Bowl. I didn't come to work for like two days. That was way behind me, yo. Yeah. yeah. I'm telling you, man, it's, it's, it's a distraction, yo. Like, I, granted, I, sports, they're amazing. It's good to look. I I, had, I watched an amazing fight this weekend. Like, oh, also right. great. Can we talk about that? Yeah, we can. We can. That could be the last, uh, last topic of the um. Let's, oh yeah, yeah, it could be the last one. Yeah. Uh, who do I? Who do you guys think won? Is it Triple G versus uh, Canelo? Right. That's yeah, the, the, yeah, the, yeah. The so so I I I had a few conversations with a few of my coworkers who are boxing aficionados, and I said you could talk me in either way. Now, if if anybody that's familiar, this was the uh, second fight between these two individuals, and in the first fight it ended in a draw. But I think Triple G edged him out. However, if this would have ended in a draw, I would have been satisfied with it. But I don't think it could have ended in a draw. I don't think you could give the fans a draw again, even though this was more like a draw. If you'd have told me, I looked at the fight and I said, okay, Triple G. Looked a little slow in the beginning. Canelo changed it up instead of countering. He crowded him. He hit him with quality shots. Not as many shots, but it was effective power shots with Triple G. Threw more punches, landed more jabs, uh, and turned it up. And he hit Canelo in the chin, and Canelo uh, stood tall. So it depends. Like The thing about boxing is like it's very subjective to the judges. You can look at it one way, or you can look at it the other way. I don't think there was a clear winner. I was leaning Triple G just off a of gut feeling. But the thing is, it I think the t- like people were in outrage on social media because I think they were caught up in the last moment where they saw Triple G uh, doing more at the end, even though Canelo won the earlier rounds. And I just said, you could talk me either way. Like you could say Triple G won it off of this, this, and this, or you could say Canelo won it off of this and this. I was, to me, personally, as a box fan, I think the fight was dope. I think it was one of the best oh, yeah. fights I saw in a while. Oh, yeah. And if you pay for it, I think it was worth it. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, though, like, I don't really have enough. Like, I'm not mad that Canelo won. And I'm not mad if Triple G won because I feel like it could have went either way. And anybody that watched the fight could either talk. They, they could sway me in either direction. And I'd be fine with it. Yeah. It, it, was, it, was, it was a really close fight. Uh, same as you. I, I thought Triple G won. I thought... He did a little bit more to me, and I could also rarely see the fight ending up as a draw. And then at the same time, because it was so close, like I was shocked when they said Canelo. But at the same time, I'm just like, all right, like I, I was rooting for Triple G. Keep in mind, so I had to watch the fight again without, uh, without the commentary, just to be subjective. So I'm like, I didn't, because sometimes you listen to the announcers and they, and they sway, sway you. you. They do sway you. So watching it again, just seeing who's landing. And keep in mind, when it comes to judges at a ring, I'll tell Anthony, they sit in three different positions, those, th- those three judges. Max Kellerman was saying it. So he's like, it can't be four judges because you'll end up with too many draws. So there's a judge at one side of the ring, there's a judge at the other side, and there's a judge at the other side. So we're all seeing the fight from three different angles. So we're going to have different views of how we saw the fight. And it's kind of like how we are watching it as well. Where you might be looking for someone who lands more jabs or who throws more punches. And might be looking for someone who comes forward in the fight. Cam might be looking for someone who, who has better defense. It all depends on how you judge a fight. 
And I think the judges did a great job. I can't complain. I hope they have a third fight. I think this time Canelo's definitely going to win the third fight because Triple G is going to be a little bit older and Canelo's in his prime. But I, I, I can't fault the judges for giving the to Canelo. That's how I see it. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, I, I agree with that. But I also think we all know in boxing is a, it's a money-making business and they got to go with the superstar. And I, I, I honestly think no matter what Triple D did, if he didn't knock him out, he wasn't winning that fight only because they got to have the next golden boy of boxing. And yep. Yep. Agreed. Canelo was going to, is, is damn near like another De La Hoya pretty much. And they got, honestly, so, Canelo to me, he's already better than De La Hoya. Mm-hmm. And no yeah. disrespect to De La Hoya. De La Hoya fought a lot of washed. Yeah, say, you know what uh, I mean? Like, yeah, yeah like no, no disrespect to Julio Cesar Chavez senior, but he was on his way down. But, Commercial on his way down, and Deloy yeah. is beating Pernell Whitaker. Like you beating people, who, yeah, yeah. You ain't sitting, you ain't fighting them in their prime. So that that was like a knock on Triple G. That <laughs> unfortunately, this is Canelo's time, and you didn't knock him out, so there was no way. But for you to say Deloy, I think, I think Canelo has to fight, make a fight for the next three years. But who who yeah. else is in this? Oh, uh, oh my God, there's a few. And the kid who fought before him, I mean, he he looked amazing, but he's super young. But you know what? He might have to fight Triple G one more time. What's the name? Uh, not, uh, is it uh, Carol? No, wait. Uh, I mean, is Terrence Terrence Crawford coming up in weight? Not sure. I mean, I mean, they might have. They might have. Yo, can you imagine that? Can you? You know what's funny? Y'all can make laughs. His name Errol. Who? Errol Spence. Yeah. Errol Spence. Yeah. I mean, I I would think Errol Spence will fight uh, Terrence Crawford before. I mean, before those, those two, those two, those are the two. Like, if if Crawford could somehow, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to y'all. Y'all might laugh, but even if he fought Floyd right now, I would love this. That I think that would be box office before Pacquiao fight. Fuck you, fight, fight it at the fight same again. at the same time. That means Canelo. Granted, I think he is a welterweight. He's gonna have to come back down. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, what was this fight? Was this uh, was it middle? I think they were middleweight for this one. Yo, I think he right. Yeah, like it was that. middleweight. He had to come out the middleweight, so he has to come way. down. Because I don't want to see him fight David Lemieux. I don't want to see him fight freaking uh, what's his name? That crazy dude, Charlo, Carlo. Yeah, nah, you you can't fight those people, man. You you're not gonna do that. First of all, De La Hoya is not gonna put him in a shit where he's gonna get killed. So yeah. He has to come back down. He's got to fight the Keith Thurmans, the Errol Spences, the um, those dudes. Clear that division. Clear that division out, and then I'll call him another De La Hoya. I can't call him that yet because De La Hoya tight. fought. Yeah, he's he fought. Romanticizing Ant Canelo is tight, bro. You gotta get that man his prop. Wait, you so you I, have De La Hoya over Canelo? I don't think his resume stacks up to De La Hoya yet. He's better than De La Hoya though. But I'm going off a resume. You, boxing, you gotta go for who you fought. Because if that's because we always knock Floyd for his resume, so we gotta do the same. We gotta no, do I don't knock Floyd for his resume because I, I know who he fought. I know who he fought. He does. Day. I I I, I finally I got convinced too. <laughs> I mean, once he moved up, I was like, whatever. He put his time in that, but that's that's an argument for another day. Uh, Canelo is the truth, bro. He's the truth, man. I, I think so. He 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 the new one, and uh. 
They're he looking for Shane Mosley, Bernard Hopkins. He's fought, yo, he's fought everybody. Even oh, and three losses. Three losses, but nah. Yeah, exactly. He lost to Trinidad. He should have beat Trinidad, but that's another story. He yep. lost it. He lost to Hopkins. Yeah, he lost to Hopkins. But there's nothing wrong with losing to boxing. Oh no, I mean there is nothing wrong with losing. But I'm just saying he it, feels it will, strong. It will be a problem if Canelo gets a resume and he wins. That'll be the the deciding factor. Okay, he fought these big names. He fought those big names. Who won? Who won? Right yeah. now, De La Hoya. You can't knock De La Hoya for fighting these big names and losing because he went in there and fought. And we're 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 putting it in parallel to Canelo's resume, which mm -hmm. yes, it's not up to uh, De La Hoya, but eventually it's gonna get. He's the new guy. He's about to be that dude. Yeah, he's about to be that dude. And we all we all know that he's he's that dude. Yeah, but the the, the people who Canelo have fought. His only loss is against freaking uh, Floyd Mayweather. And he, and he was young at the time. He was a young pup. Dude, yeah. He was super young. <laughs> yeah. He didn't know what. Yeah, he was. that, And that's why Floyd fought him. That's the easy check. So those are like the, the best, the right? As of right now, are those two the, like, the Terrence most? Craw Terrence Crawford's up there, too. Errol Spence, Crawford, Triple G, and Canelo. But Canelo's number one. He's the cash cow. Mm. He's the one that could you'll pay $100 to see with no problem. Yeah. Everybody else is on ESPN or HBO tonight. Uh, that's it. HBO tonight. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yo, the level of disrespect. <laughs> no, no, it's not, even it's not even disrespect. I'm just calling it for what it is. Like, yeah. like, like Cam said, you you will pay a, you will pay to see Canelo with no problem now. Now it's over. Canelo Hoy is like, yo, I'm about to be, I'm about to buy three more yachts next year after this fight. <laughs> mm. But I still, I, I, I think he lost the fight though. I think, I think Canelo won. Wait, I what? Mean, Triple G, sorry, Triple G, my fault. Hey, you mean too much poke? Yeah, <laughs> your brain scrambled. That's, that's some tacos, man. <laughs> 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 nah, I think Triple G won that fight. If you ask me, but you mean it, it's, your time is over with, man. The boxing guy said, "Yo, you didn't, you didn't been undefeated way too long, and we need, we need, we need him to come out now, man. This is it." But I would love to see him. All right, all right. Well, let's uh, let's wrap it up and get some final words. Uh, since I was late, I shall <laughs> go first. <laughs> hey, hey, man! Snuck through through the back door. Uh, my final words is uh, today. <laughs> Hi yo. <laughs> that today, uh, um, I registered for my library card, first what? time in over twenty okay. years. Okay, okay, quite, quite exciting. It's really cool. Um, but reason being is I did an audio book for uh, Bob Woodward's book, The Fear about uh, Trumpito, and. I did an audio book for the first time in my life, and it was really awesome. I thought it was cool. I got I finished it while I was in the gym. It was dope. So, Sweet. and then uh, I also heard that you can check out audio books from the library for free. So that's always a win. So we'll rock with that. But um, yeah, the book was dope. People should read it. I mean, it doesn't. You know what it really comes down to is you're not all that book does is just confirm all the dumb shit that you've been hearing for the last two years. But <laughs> but like, does he do the voiceover? Uh, no, no, no. It's a different. Okay. Person. Okay. Yeah, 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 it's different. Person. And actually, the guy that does it, I'm not even sure who it is, but he did a really good job. Like, I, I was, you know, I was into it. But um, 
I thought it was dope just because like, it kind of just it just reaffirms everything you already knew was going on. But hearing it firsthand is like makes it more even more interesting. Plus, mm -hmm. learning like trying to guess who the sources are because it's some of the like I said, uh, one reviewer was saying, and this is a a, a, a white or not white house, but a DC person. And they're basically just like, the book just confirms everything we've been talking about for the last two years. And normally what usually happens is you don't hear about a presidency until five years later, three years later, 10 years later. But it, unfortunately, the time that we live now, you hear everything real time. Plus, Trump fucking treats every two seconds. So you see all the dumbness that he does. Mm -hmm. So because of that, there's really no, we're so, we're normalized to the dumbness that like, we, we, we're not even surprised anymore when he does something ridiculous, you know? But anyways, it was just a good snapshot to kind of see all the dumbness that Trump really, really is. But that's my that's my final word. Somebody who else is next? Ant. All right. Well, I'll tap into a little bit of the Kaepernick. Um, Nike sales is going up with thirty one percent, and today we had <laughs> um, Blackish star actress um, Jennifer Lewis on the NBC. She came out and support Kaepernick. Cat on the Nike shirt. And she put up political views out there on the Emmys. So I guess his movement is starting to spread across different, you know, entities. And I just hope that, again, like we all talked about, that this cause is is, is for real. It is not just to be out there just to say it, just to make a statement, just for popularity shit. I just hope that this, this movement goes in the right direction. But as far as Nike is concerned, they are making money. The backlash ain't what it was is is really actually didn't affect them actually what they're saying, so they're 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 profiting off of this. So I just hope that this goes in the right direction. We can call that capitalism. Yep. Yeah, yeah, y'all might have to replay that so you can catch that. Yeah. Um, I guess I'll go next. Uh, my final word is just to big up two people that are doing big things. I want to give a shout out to Tim Gray, who runs a sweat party. And for those that don't know, sweat party is a dynamic lifestyle brand. Um, they got a mission to, to promote fitness and bring music together and people um, yeah. out there. And uh, Tim is a good friend of the podcast and resident assassin on our private chat. But um, I want to give a big shout out to his movement, the sweat yes, party sir. and the great therapy. Also, I want to give a shout out to another good friend of mine who's a fellow New Yorker. Uh, his name is Entume Gant, and he has another feature film coming out called I Don't Live Today. It's an indie feature about a struggling painter on his last night in New York, and he's forced to face the demons he's tried to keep hidden. Um, he has a crowdfunding page, um, but go check him out on Twitter. Um, his tweet handle is uh, Sir Core Gant, uh, S-I-R-C-O-R-E-G-A-N-T. His name is M M T U M E Gant G A N T. He's a fellow filmmaker. He's been in a few flicks. Google him, IMDb him, and check out his Twitter page. He has a Twitter page for his new film. I don't live for the. I don't live today. Um, check that out too. And I want to shout those two people out. And and if you get a chance, go look them up. That's nice. Follow that nice. shit. <laughs> <laughs> go ahead, Wayne. That sounded like a roll call or something right there, yo. Yeah, my, my final word is actually about a TV show that I know three of us watching here called Power. Um, Cam, did you see the last episode? Yes, this is wild, boy. But yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't spoiled. almost spoiled. I almost killed Ant over long. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm 
I'll let you guys know. The finale was spoiled for me a week ago. Wow. That was that happened to be the second to the last episode about no, no, no. Oh wait. Oh the Keenan one came yeah. in. But I spoiled that. So I got spoiled two weeks in a row. And this is what I'm saying. Yo, people, please do not ruin things on social media anymore. Word. I'm only on Twitter, so I, I gotta block words now. But the first week, the 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 not the season finale, but the episode before the season finale, I watched the first take. Amari, aka Ghost, aka Gene St. Patrick, is on first take talking Stephen A. Smith. I'm I'm on my living I'm on my in the living room on my couch enjoying my coffee. I hear him talking. I didn't see the previous episode from the night before. So Stephen A. Smith was like, "Yeah, let's talk about it a little bit. I don't want to give any spoilers. Last night was crazy. Go start talking, yo. Like, yo, <laughs> previous week we lost Kanan. This what? week we." <laughs> We, we lose t- Tommy's dad. Oh, next week's going to be crazy. Yo, keep in mind, I didn't know Tommy's dad got killed. I see this video. <laughs> I'm upset. I'm like, yo, I can't. I, I'm like, yo, why, why did he just say that? And Stephen Smith gave him a look like, yo, what are you doing? So I'm like, all right, cool. Yo, the next day, not the next day. I see the episode. It's still crazy, even though I know he's going to get killed. So fast forward about a week later on a Tuesday, I'm on my couch. Literally in the same position on my couch. Scrolling through on Twitter. Uh, let me see what's going on on Twitter. I see an image of, of Ghost screaming. I look up at the caption. Yo, Angie gets shot in the finale. Wow. I say, yo, Whoa. you got to be kidding me. So, and when everyone was going crazy in the group chat, I already knew what happened, but I didn't watch the episode yet. So I'm just like, it's been wrong for me. I'm like, yo, I can't tell anybody because I'm going to ruin it for them. So, yo. Literally, I do not understand the, I don't get what people, it's like making a virus. Why do you have to spoil these things for people? What do you get out of it, yo? Because they want Avante Davis, man. Fuck it. We're gonna call it a show. Good, yeah. good, good, good show there, sir. Good, good, good show there, sir. Not bad. And won the whole argument. Yo, you wait. Yo, you wait 30 minutes to do that. Yo, I waited. Perfect topic. Hey, instead of saying peace, you're gonna say Vontae out. Yeah, Vontae out. Vontae out. I'm on my Vontae Davis, B. You can listen and download to all of our episodes of Table Truth on iTunes. Just search for Table of Truth Podcast.